Yeah, no worries, mate. And we are live. Luke, what is up, man? What is up, everybody? (laughs) Welcome to another episode of Penny Gas Podcast. And today, I'm very excited about our guest. Uh, What an honor it is to sit down and have a chat with Luke. Mate, what is up? Hello, guys. How's it going? You all good? Yeah, man, we're good, man. We're good. Got up this morning, went to work, and uh, yeah, now I'm sitting here uh, looking forward to this podcast. I always am. And uh, I talked about it all day, and all my coworkers are tired of hearing me talk about the podcast and all my guests I got coming on. And every day I'm like, yeah, I got Luke coming on today and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And they're just like, don't you got something to do? I mean, go that way. So <laughs> Go do some work. Right. Go Get out of here. But yes, yes. But here we are. So what is going on, man? No, no I'm very free for everything the same as you. Go up in the morning, go to work, and then obviously it's three o'clock in your time, eight o'clock my time. So uh, I've been doing, you know, the new, usual daddy stuff, get home from work, put a little one to bed, you know, chill out for a little bit until the madness stops. So, yeah, so uh, very much uh, when the racing stops, daddy life takes over. Uh, listen, I understand. I, I'm the same. I, I got a little one, too. He's 10. Uh, well, actually, he just turned 11. I'm sorry. He... uh he's my everything Luke and I spend all my time with them. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I do, I do. So we got Martin Adams watching what is going on, mate. He, so Martin Luke, he runs the clothing Kings. Okay. The the clothing company, right. He actually makes, uh, my merch too. He's, uh, he's the best in the business. So if you're interested in getting some merch made, look no further than him, right. He uh, wants to sponsor or get some merch to erase it hook me up <laughs> yeah there, there you go martin there you go but yeah yeah man uh so anyway listen um how did luke get into motorcycles to begin with like what, what was your journey so my none of my actual family have raced uh so my let's say actually my my brothers have raced but before we started racing my dad gramps none of them did racing my dad just liked racing he just liked watching it he, he took us to Donington park when we was very little when valentine rossi on the 500 cc and he totaled his bike down crane of curves yeah we actually got the mud guard from it because the marshal didn't know what he was doing and lobbed it over the fence and i was like yeah i'll take that no no stress <laughs> um so you still my- have it I think so. It's somewhere in my dad's gap. Do we have it? I, I honestly, I personally, I, I don't know. I think we might have it. It's somewhere in the junk of in the garage, you know, under buried underneath helmets and levers and other, you know, racing parts that you, you just took to take to one corner. Right, right. Like we all um, do, as you can see, my setup. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you yeah. got you got other one of merch going. It's it's yeah. part of life. But um, that's probably more of my earliest memories of not actually racing, but watching racing you know back in the day you go back in like a transit fan and as a family you sleep in the back of a fan you know or intense that that's how i can remember my the racing before you know get all glamorous and go and camper fans and all these heaters all the glorious stuff <laughs> um but no my dad just loved racing loved watching it um so he so i do have a, i do have an older brother and a younger brother so my older brother was obviously he's how old is he he's about four for five years older than me so he was racing before me or doing bike racing little bits because we wasn't too clued up on what we should do as a racing family because we've never done it before so he's on mini motos and i remember my brother had a we call it a proddy a proddy back in the day it's a uh, 4.2 horsepower mini moto quite powerful if you're quite little so i think i was about three years old and we was in a just or state 
my brother was just riding around. I was like, Dad, 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 please, 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 let me have a go. And my dad was like, no, it's too powerful. I was like, please, please, please. And you know what kids are like? You, <laughs> you give in. You think, fine, have a go. And I lasted about two seconds before I flipped it and landed on my backside. <laughs> and I hated bikes for ages. Didn't, didn't want to touch one. That was it. No, Dad, don't, don't talk to me about bikes. And then when I was eight years old, my dad went, okay, Luke, it's about time you had another go. If you have a go on a mini moto, I will buy you a quad. I was like, sound, all right. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah, whatever. That's fine with me. Deal. Yeah, deal. You've got a deal there, dad. And I went on it and I came back off. I was like, I don't want the quad now, dad. I love mini motos. I want a bike. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's pretty much where it started from. Um, and the journey wasn't meant to be serious. It wasn't my dad. Obviously, he's never done racing. So he, all he wanted us to do is I think he wanted us to have a sport in our life that kept us busy you know yeah. wasn't meant to be serious wasn't meant to go like i mean i, I in my now i've got to this far like i said it's um it was i didn't think i was ever meant to get this far in the racing journey like, so it was it was just for a bit of fun but uh i think without blowing my own trumpet i think my dad soon realized like when you start winning races on a young age and you you know you go up the rankings quite fast it's uh you sort of can't sort of just say oh that's it now we're just gonna stop there so we went we did all the british mini motor championships in um in britain so we had the fab racing one which i did um so you start there as you do as a young kid you go for mini motors and then you try your first gear bike uh 50 cc to 70 cc and you know up and up and up until yeah well to now really um yeah so i actually took a year out when i was actually uh younger in 2009 because again working family my dad went well, I've got two sons. <laughs> One of you can race. <laughs> so, <laughs> pay, rock, paper, scissors, you races. <laughs> I was like, wow. Because uh, it was my older brother's first year. In the, he actually raced in Stock 600 Championship in 2009 for a few races. But we call him the Trasher because he did love to ride a bike off every now and again. Um, he lasted about five rounds and uh, he destroyed a few bikes. Unfortunately, my dad's budget, <laughs> he went down the drain pipe. Um, but then in 2009, my dad bought me a Honda RSG 125. So I've not nice. raced anything higher than 80cc at this precise point in a GP125 bike or a Rapido. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Missiles. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so I he remember, I remember taking he took me to Landau, which is in Wales, where we are for my first go on it. Um, and as you do, you get faster and faster. And I was like, oh, you know, you're doing all right. Don't don't do nothing silly. I was like, yeah, no, it's fine. I'm fine. Got faster again, and I remember went into uh, the the first corner. It's a bus stop chicane. So I went round the left. I flicked it right, and obviously I got a bit throttle happy. And you know what? Two shot goes rang, and off I went down the road. <laughs> and that was day over. That was uh, that was after three sessions of getting really giddy with the uh, the power. So, um, and yeah, that you know, you just, and that was, and then from 2009 is where I would say my career really started then, because um, I didn't stop. I went into a club championship called um, Thunder Sport on my 125. There's a dad and lad team. Um, uh, and then I actually got picked up by Far Place Warehouse, which is where my actual first proper career really started because I did the Thunder Sport Championship with them and I almost won it straight away with them, like straight in my first year because they picked me up quite early in the, in the championship and I started winning races. Um, unfortunately, they bombed me off, and I will say this because they did it, <laughs> and I won't let him forget this. In 2011, he, he bombed me off for some other riders. 
and I went to banked racing for my first year in in the British Championship, and I actually won my first ever race. I won it straight away. Won it straight away. Yeah. What? I don't know if this is true. Uh, I don't know if anyone else. I, I would like to someone to tell me because I, I think this is true. I think I'm the only one to do it. I don't know if anyone else has done it. Like the first race, you know, bang straight in, win it, bang, that's it, done. And proper. I was, lucky. I, I was very lucky because a kid called Carl Ryder was in it, and it was a last lap. I was in second. He was he cleared off by this point. He was he was a second year in it, so he he was gone. But I remember going up into Druid to sort of Brands Hatch and he obviously what two strokes do, they're like nipping up. <laughs> and unfortunately his, his bike seized, chucked him off, and then it was a, a last lap ride home for the win. So I got lucky, <laughs> but I still still managed to bag the win on my first first British uh superbike uh, championship race. So that was mega swore on TV straight away. So yeah, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Uh do you remember? Am I allowed to swear now? Yeah, absolutely. I was, I said, fuck yeah, I just won the race. I think somewhere along them lines. I would have said the uh, same thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was buzzing. I don't think, I think I remember James Whitton saying, because I had a um, a very Bristolian accent at this precise point. So I talked like a farmer. Right. <laughs> um, and they couldn't really understand me because when I get very excited, I start talking very, very, very fast. Um, and they, I, I remember James Whitton saying, I don't know what language that was, but he seemed very happy. <laughs> um, so that was that was a very good day. And then, um, yeah, I, then that was my first year in British Championship. Uh, I came fourth in the main and third in the cup. So the precise point in it, yeah, it was cup and main. So I, I did that. And then, Following year, far place where I housed the team that bombed me off. <laughs> and they called me back up and said, sorry, Luke, like we did that to you. We would love to have you back in our team. I was like, that, no worries, that's sound. Yeah. And then I won them the championship in 2012. It was, uh, that was cool. So that was between me, Brad Ray and Carl Ride. Uh, and then Tara McKenzie at the very end of the year came to play as well. He got a bit fat. He got faster towards the end and he came to join the party at the end. So like four fast lads. And oh, we have Rain Ryan as well. I don't know if you knew wayne ryan he was another really fast lad back in the day but um yeah that was you know four mega fast lads trying to battle for the championship so um yeah won that in 2012 um and then i got picked up by a 600 team uh to go to stop six and i won that straight away so i went i went back to back champions which is only three people have done that so that's May. Yeah. So, oh, no, actually, no, no, no. It's only me and Kyle have done that, gone back to back champions. We, or am I getting it wrong? No, sorry. We won the Stock 600 championships in our first year. So it was Jackson, Lee Jackson won it, and I won it. Yeah. And then Carl Ride joined the club and won the Stock 600 championship in their first year. But yeah, I went back to back champs, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, that's mega. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then I did the usual route. I went from Stock to Super Sport. And this is, probably where my career sort of took a massive tumbling down like i mean a massive spike down i just i i, I got podiums but i would i could never click in super sport i just wouldn't get i would i every racer likes to blame luck and i honestly i would say i had the worst luck in super sport even if my bike wasn't working i had like loads of issues and I was trying my balls off to try and get it to work. And when it would work, I'd get a podium. But when it wouldn't work, it'd be like, it, it just wouldn't work at all. So it was a really tough couple of years, like from 14 to, well, yeah, to 14, 15, 16 was really tough because obviously 
in the, even in the 14 year, I crashed and broke my wrist in testing. So I didn't get a four year again. And then because uh, it was a tough. Call me. There we go. That was cool. <laughs> um, it was a really tough time. I had injuries and I sometimes didn't start the seasons because of budget and just not having a team because just, you know, just. And then, um, it, yeah, my career started to slowly pick back up in 17. I managed to um, uh, land a ride with a really good, it was my first, obviously, my, a really good team, a prettier in competition, um, stop 1000s, my first year in thousands um, with a prettier. And the bike was just ridiculous. I mean, when I say ridiculous, it was like, without offending any other teams I rode for, it was the best bike I've ever rode in my life. It was just absolutely beautiful. Um, it was just like I had riding a really, uh, a bigger 600 with loads of nice torque. Like it pretty just, the power delivery is just beautiful. So it made my life, I would say, slightly easier in the in the thousands straight away. Um, I had some tough competition. I had like Cooper and Bakken and Hutchie and Janko and oh yeah, uh, just like loads of veterans in there straight away. And then yeah, I had a good year to be fair. Uh, I didn't quite bag the podium. I was very close. I had like seventh fourths, which really annoyed me. <laughs> um, and, and, and and that Aprilia man, what a sound! Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was the, the bit. I've got a video on my phone of me. Hut me and Hutchison and warm up in the rain and you can hear the screaming BMW going by and then you get a burr, burr behind him and he just uh, it's just it's just yeah it's just a really nice grunty sound it's yeah it's beautiful but um yeah I remember one round because we still had very good electronics in 17 you know, kit electronics and they're pretty I would probably would say was probably one of the best ones uh for one round um the team flew in a uh a prettier technician from the Royal Superbikes and this is the ever this is probably the only time I've ever had this where I've came in and he went, Right, what's it doing in this corner? I was like, Oh well, you know, it's a bit too much here. And he, he could literally set it up, he'd go out and go, right, try this engine braking in this corner, this this gear, this here, and then go out and see what it's like. Come in, but like, yeah, it's mega bear. Right, okay, well I try it in this corner, this revs, get back out. Oh yeah, that's mega, it's mega. And then he could literally set the bike up for me for every single corner, for every gear I wanted to change the engine. Like it was like having I had, that year was the best year for electronics in stock thousands. The um, yeah, it was really really cool. Um, yeah, that was that was proper. I would say proper factory at that precise point. That was it was a really really yeah, cool. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's awesome to have that to... experience, right? Yeah, it's yeah. just really nice to have, like come in and you can just go, boop, 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 go, on, go out and try it. <laughs> so yeah, that was it. It was a really cool cool year. And then um. Yeah, and then from there I, I stopped in stock thousands. I um, I went to B and W in eighteen. Didn't quite click at the B and W. Um, I just didn't like it in say short terms. It just didn't suit me as a rider. Um, and I got picked up. And then I got picked up by I would say one of my closest teams I've been with for a while. Yeah, they're sort of family. I would say now I'm really really close friends with some of them now. So I went to Kawasaki in nineteen and twenty. Um, and stop thousands again, but the team were just mega. Like a, like I said, a really, really good team to me. They really looked after me, and um, yeah, I in nineteen we had some really good results. It was a really like stop thousands is a really competitive class, and then that year was absolutely ridiculous for how many lap records were being broken that year, and it was just crazy, crazy fast. Um, yeah, and then so now that I said I'm still in stop thousands. Obviously, talking about twenty three, still on Kawasaki. Uh, but unfortunately, this year, 
uh, as every other year, there's always a manufacturer that seems to dominate. And the last three years has been Honda, unfortunately. But this year, the Honda has been just ridiculous. It has it, been. It's just been on another level of this. I think it's just the electronics on it are really, really good. It's obviously got a lot of good power and it's a good handling bike. So if you put all them three things together, it's just a, well, a piece of art. Yeah. yeah. yeah just, you can't, you can't beat it. So, I mean, this is, I'm not trying to um, <coughs> put down Kawasaki, but no one thinks that Kawasaki this year, let's say, was a good bike. Um, no one really wanted to be on it, but I managed to prove that, you know, majority of the rounds that if you can just put your head down and not worry about, or let's say you try and get the, the focus on the good bits of the bike. So the good bits of the bikes will break in and, uh, well, getting the bike to stop really, really easy. I could stop the bike wherever I wanted to. And then mid corner was the weakest part of the bike. So I had to sort of try and... If I made a pass, I had to block past them to stop the Honda from getting that grunt on me. And then once I was out the corner and the bike got his legs going, it was perfect. It was it, it's one of the fastest bikes, but it's that mid part that I really struggled with, which really hampered me in the races sometimes. But by the end of the year, I learned really, really well how to um, get the bike stopped like late and fast, and then. Like, like I said, I did some really harsh moves, but I had to because if I didn't, they would just like stomp me out the corners right. and then it would be like cat and mouse. So I'd do them in the corners and I'd come back. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, the end of the year was for us was really good. I had some really good results this year, like considering how many Hondas there were on the grid yeah. and how, you know, there was a lot of fast riders on the Hondas. There wasn't just like like there was fast hondas and fast riders and the combination together was like it's the bloody hard to beat let's just say that they are solid to beat so um yeah i'm happy me and the team was really happy we, like i said it, we was top kawasaki all year um i mean that's what you look at don't you when you're not on a honda you look at your you know your fellow competitors on the bikes yeah and if you're beating them you know you're doing the maximum job for what you've got so i was really happy with that um yeah happy days i can't i can't complain what year we had um I'm, i actually for some how i don't know how but i managed to even beat you know majority of my pbs this year it was ridiculous i i, I think because also i knew i had to ride out of my skin every round i was just yeah riding really really well and yeah and somehow not to crash that much either so i was uh learned a couple of things this year which is nice always yeah. learn <laughs> that's all man what a journey luke hmm yeah, it's it's been it's been a it's been an up and may it's been an up and down journey. Like I said, I'm hoping uh, it continues to go up because obviously this year is really good, and so that that sort of spike is slowly creeping back up again. Um, obviously, with racing, like I said, I mentioned at the start, racing is all about sponsors and budget and stuff like that. So I'm really lucky for next year for what I've got. I can't really say much, as I said, that I can't say much because we haven't announced my plans yet. But the the spike is now slowly going up again which is nice it's always nice to see you know it's saying trade in terms you see that spike going up is always good <laughs> absolutely um, so yeah i'm i'm looking forward to next year it's, i'm hoping it'll be another good year i'm gonna be trying you know every ounce of my body to get that the bike going as fast as i possibly can <laughs> um so yeah i'm looking forward to it. it's gonna be it's gonna be a good year no matter what i'm just gonna try and enjoy it like i did this year 
man, and, and you already know I'm going to be cheering for you all next year too, right? Let's go. Yes, absolutely. So listen, my good mate Martin from the Clothing King says, get in contact, Luke. We need to chat. Oh, you're right. Well, tell him tell him to go on my Instagram because I uh, and just message me. I'm the most easiest person to talk to. Uh, I'm like, I'll, I'll, I'll literally speak to, to anyone who wants to talk to me so yeah get him to, get him to message me on um, instagram and then work oh. it'd be cool to do a little clap i'm really looking forward to that yeah for sure yeah i mean i, I got his whatsapp number and all that so i could just get you a right. direct number yeah, and yeah. boom there yeah. you go man yeah, yeah and um we got uh let's see my man nikki williams you know nikki mm-hmm. nikki yep. williams says top bloke had the pleasure to share a garage with luke <laughs> yeah, Wills. Yeah, beginning of this year. Yeah, seriously impressive to watch him compared to all of us mortals, right? <laughs> mortals. Oh, I wouldn't say I'm anything but that. It's just, it, you know, because obviously I've done BSB for so long, it's actually fun to go back and do club racing. The club racing at low limits is still a high. Uh, it's still actually, the, to be fair, the races in um, club racing now are really, really strong. Yeah. Oh no, what have I done? Don't do that. <laughs> oh no, I'm back. Um, yeah, there we go. I'm, uh, they're really, there's some really strong lads in the clubs. Like I go there and sometimes I don't even win, they beat me. So it's not the fact that they're, um, they're, they're I think some of it's down to budget and they just can't get into this, the BSB class because of just, it's just so expensive nowadays. Yeah, so I actually feel sorry for some of them because they have got the talent to do it. Like I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's I've, awesome yeah so I, i've been working with uh, one of my best mates now called uh, he's called wills but he's he's a six foot ginger handsome looking fella like, he's the best ginger looking guy i've ever seen in my life and he races bikes so it's he's just a funny 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 bloke to work with and we pit bike we cycle we do sit bikes together the pit bikes the start of the videos and races we have are just ridiculous like they the elbows to the face and the chest and it, it's it's uh it's really it's good proper fun, fun. yeah yeah well, that's what you need like um when i first this this is a story um he, he tells everyone when he, if he anyone knew so i was doing the no limits endurance which is a club race but it's the endurance um the endurance uh, form of it so it was eight hours at brands hatch and i went to do it with my old team with cpd on the kawasaki and uh i i passed him but i put him on the grass i was the i was we was a lap down and i was trying to make the time up and i'm not too hasty at coming through people if i need to if there's a gap i will just let the brakes right. off and just shut my eyes and hopefully they see me but unfortunately this time i didn't hit him I just sat him up and I put him on the grass. And normally when you put people on the grass, they do get a bit, you know, they don't really like it. They don't really right, like yeah. They like, get a little cheeky like about it, it right? Yeah. yeah. But this is the first time I've ever had this in my whole racing career. He texts me like a couple days later saying, fucking hell, Edger, you put me on the grass. That was the most amazing thing ever. Let, let's be best friends. Let's go riding together. I was like, oh, wow. As I said, I've never had that. I was expecting a big, you know, crappy right. message saying, you're meant to be BSB rider, what are you doing? But no, he was buzzing that I put him in the grass. Um, and then we went pit biking and we've literally been best friends since that pit biking day. Man, that's something about our sport too, right? You meet mm. you meet people that and, and you connect to them and it's it's like you build this friendship for life. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, you, right, you would have never even thought about it or expected that day. 
I'm gonna no. meet one of my best mates ever, right? No, no, you, no, no. You wouldn't. You, like on that day, at that moment, I wouldn't expect to meet my best friend by putting him on the grass. Right there, you go. Right, <laughs> that's awesome. So Harry Cook is watching. What is up, Harry? Oh, Harry okay. says, "Watch Luke this year. Strong results." Ah, cheers, mate. As like I said, he was on the MV Augusta this year, so I think he had a bit of a tough one, but he's actually got a good prize to it for next year. So looking forward to seeing that's on. Yeah, and he, he says Wills is a good lad. Yep. Wills is a good lad. Yep. He's a fucking lad. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually looking forward to talking to Harry sometime. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's Harry's a, awesome. Good. He's a good young lad. He's been in, not done, <clears throat> the, he's a he's an upcoming star, let's say. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. And uh, Martin Adams says he is on it. So, so who's he on about now? Martin Adams. He. Sorry, uh, the Clothing King pod. Uh, he he's on it. The Clothing King. Oh, he's on it. He's yeah, on, yeah, he's on it. Yeah, yeah. So oh, happy, days. <laughs> happy days. There you go. That's happy awesome, days, man. So, uh, out of all the motorcycles you you've raced, right? Mm. And it don't matter what class it is. Which mm. motorcycle was your favorite besides the Aprilia? Because you already said that was you're your favorite, right? Uh, which one besides the Aprilia? Let, let's say growing up as as a younger uh, kid, right, teenager, was your favorite bike. Mm, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say the the two stroke era and I'm gonna say even because I've now like my I would say my one two my GP one two five was probably one of my most you know favorite bikes to ride like you can't beat a two stroke even though four strokes are fun but you can you can't beat a two stroke you you just can't they're just awesome aren't they like yeah. if I have a chance to ride a two stroke I will because you don't get the chance anymore but. I'm going to say, at the moment, one of my most favorite bikes to ride is a Bonneville 1972. Because uh, I do... What a beautiful machine, too. Yeah. My ex-crew chief and his brother have a, a few classic bikes. So the last couple of years, I've been doing um, the Goodwood. So I've done the members meeting. Literally, I did all three. I did the members meeting, I did the revival, and I did the festival speed. The festival speed. So I ticked some good boxes this year so yeah. but i ride i mainly ride the bonnefield's 1972 bonnefield triumph and that thing is the the, the classic bikes in general are just really really fun because it's it's a right hand gear shift so i'm used to left it's got drum brakes that don't really work <laughs> um i'm on road tires that you don't have tire warmers on um uh, oh. it's an open open bikes so no no race fairing um and it, they're just ridiculous amount of fun and especially going around goodwood it's uh, a bumpy flat out track that the walls are like there <laughs> like the macau so, you not that close but you know close enough <laughs> yeah, to right. you know you keep you on your toes so um yeah that, that bike is that bike is that's so much fun to ride like when i get, get to go on it and because you have to be so aware of what you're doing because you can't just abuse it like you do on a normal bike you have to like almost treat it you have to treat it with respect because if you don't it's you know it's you're gonna end up in tears really yeah. so like you have to like and the clutch is so heavy as well it's not like a so you have to like proper grab the clutch and bah, bah, yeah it's just it's just it's another concept of racing that i love because it's fun going around in circles at a million miles per hour but you can still 
like I on the day it's got even got data on these. It's got a little box and it's got data. It's still a classified it's got data. So there we go. <laughs> um, so I can like around Goodwood on a test day, I averaged 133 miles per hour because the Goodwood track is so fast. I'm still yeah. doing that speeds on a, a 1972 bike is ridiculous. It's impressive, right? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And in uh, the whole feel of it's raw, right? Because it's, yeah, yeah. it's the suspensions. Yeah, yeah it's all. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you can. I mean. There, that you can upgrade the suspension if you want to, like you, unless you want to keep it completely, like you know, classic, you know, how the bike yeah. is built. But to, to, because obviously we're used to going fast, you do have to slightly upgrade, not the outsides, just the internals to help you out. Yeah. Really, won't you, uh, you might, you know, you might not make the next corner. <laughs> so at the Goodwill, man, what's the coolest bike you've seen there? Barry Sheens. I mean, what's I actually rode so this year at the festival where I rode Kevin Swantz's. 1993 world championship bike i rode that and I how rode... was that hold on hold on hold on hold on let's go back how was that luke luke, <laughs> that, luke, was, luke that was that was sick that was i've never rode anything higher than a 125 two stroke so i've rode and it the, the power delivery was really insane like it's just like it is mental but also because i'd love to have a go on a track day on it to really really like get the concept of it because obviously i could only um you know up when you do the festival speed you got a little bit of a run and you have to wave and stuff like that but there's a bit of the track where you can't see it goes out it's a really long stretch and you can open the bikes up for a bit and i had i went through the gears and it, it was rap rapid but the coolest thing about that day was i was chasing casey stone up the hill he was on that's he was on k he was on kevin swanson's other bike not the championship winning bike but the same similar bikes and i was and you know it's 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 quite surreal when you're chasing casey stone up a hill you know it's just there and you're having a, like it's just it's just it was just a mental day like riding a bike and then having like i had so many world champions around me and i just like you know just felt surreal like i it was just, it was just a mental day like you just you can't like you can't buy things like that in life no. That no. is just like, yeah, it's just, it just, it was just mental. Like, so, did I you get any pictures with them? Yeah, I, mean, I would have rather got pictures with everybody, but like, dude, let me get a pic. Yeah, I was a little fanboy, unfortunately. I, I felt, too. you know, you, I just, I got one with Casey, I got one with Vettel, I got one with uh, Barry, I don't know what I'm about, um, uh, Kenny Roberts Jr., there was Spencer, um, uh, Kevin himself was there. Oh, it was mental. It was like, yeah. I think I named, there was about 15 Royal Champions just stood in one circle like from formula one to moto gp to x you know it's, yeah. it was bloody mental it was absolutely mental that day it was uh obviously then you have like you, like when i was like you wouldn't even like i was actually just talking to mcginnis there as well it was just so even talking to mcginnis in the circle it's like oh, i'm a nobody it's like what are you kidding me right now yeah okay uh, yeah. so yeah it was it was it was just a cool day to be fair it was just and the best person I actually spoke to all day, the most friendly person was uh, Freddie Spencer. He's, nice. He just talks like yeah, he's he does. Almost a no one, but he's not. He's not a no one. He he, he would just talk to you. It's amazing. Yeah. It, I actually met Freddie Spencer at VIR. Shit, man, this has got to be. I don't. Uh, Two thousand six maybe somewhere around there and yeah i walked up to him was like oh my god fucking Fred, are you kidding me there's freddie spencer right <laughs> yeah. ran straight over of course let me get a picture and he was such a great guy you know and he just yeah, yeah. talked and talked but 
you know, he does get a lot of flack with MotoGP, right? A lot of people. Yeah, well, he's one. Yeah, of the, yeah. He's, he's, yeah, I was talking to him about that actually. It's quite, it's quite interesting when you, um, you can talk to him about because obviously he's, uh, he's got to deal out the penalties, and yeah. I get it because I was talking to him about obviously mainly the Moto3 class, obviously because they are the naughty little ones that cause a lot of issues for him, and it, it's quite interesting how his views work on it, and I agree with a lot of them because. When everyone talks about the, the the green part of the curve, and you say if we put grass there, there's going to be a lot more crashes. And if you put grass there, you, you if you do roll when you hit grass, not if you just touch it, but these guys full on hit it. But if you did that on grass, you're not going to keep it flat, are you? You're going to pick the bike up and then you have to roll, and if not, it might lead to a crash. So these people don't. I can see it in his way or how he's thinking. So he, he was saying if that was grass. And you hit it the speed you did at the way you did. You had, you would have to roll, and you would lose, you know, a few a few tenths, few seconds. And so he said, and if you did that every lap like they do, you're going to be at the back somewhere. So this is why the penalties do, you know, come along. Yeah. I don't like when they they touch it by that much. When they do that, I mean, if you did that on the grass, you just carry on. Yeah, you just yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that you, you know, it's a it's a fine line in it, really. But the it rules is. are rules, unfortunately. With the the green paint, that is it. You touch it, you touch it. That's it. So I would hate to be in his position and have that job. I mean, what a high pressure job that is. Yeah. I mean, if clearly if they go over it, right? Yeah, but let's yeah. say let's say it's it's the last race, title decider, and, and, oh. and the, yeah, and then you got to make that call. You're yeah. like. You're gonna be a hated man for you're sure. You're gonna be a right? hated man. Oh, dude, you're, gonna be, yeah. you're gonna be a love man by the other rider, but a very very hated man by the other guy. That's right. It's Good just, luck getting out that night. Yeah, watch not, it back. Uh, yeah, yeah, not a cool, not a cool one to be in. Like Binder this year, he had some, <laughs> some, uh, some unfortunate ones called, but. Like you yeah. said, rules are rules, unfortunately, yeah. and you know that when you when you touch it. So, yeah. so do you watch any type of racing at all? Like, do you watch Moto America, World Superbike, Moto GP? I watch everything. I, 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 yeah, I watch everything. And the, the Moto America is the hard. I think the hardest one to watch because it's not live on. I don't Tell think it's you. live. You're like in tele, like the TV yeah. on UK, so it's hard to watch sometimes. I watch catch up bits on you know Instagram. They put it live sometimes. I actually watch competing i want to come and do a couple of rounds obviously it's hard yeah it's hard to do because i wouldn't know how to actually do it or what to do but i would um like harry true love and matt true love do the daytona 200 and luke staple has done it before so it's something i would love to do like uh, at some point come over and do it because met america like the america series is really good it's high profile yeah. and i know the riders well look at camera bab camera babier he's came from moto 2 and he, he's I, I, he wanted to go back so that's how much he thinks of it so yeah yeah, it's it's. Do we have a great series? And mm. yeah, I mean, you know, I, I know a lot of people. I can, you know, we'll talk and and, and see what we'll, what we mm. can work out, man. I'd love to have you over here for a couple rounds. Um, yeah, you sick. can stay at my house for free, man. I, I yeah, I'll dude, take dude. it. Yeah, for real. I, I'd <laughs> love to it. have you. It'd be an honor, man. Yeah. So, uh, it, me, I watch everything, Luke. Too. I watch. Yeah. Uh, so to me, my favorite uh sports in the world out of all. MotoGP and everything else is BSB. It's not because I think, and I say this all the time, I, I, I'm sounding like a broken record right now. It's not It's not because I, I don't feel like you guys are so much better, so much faster than our guys, right, or, or the tracks are. But, one, it, the main from, thing for me is, is, man, your guys' superbike class, you guys don't have all the electronics that all the other classes have in the world, right, when, when it comes to superbike racing. So to me, it goes back to more of the old school proper way of racing, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, 
and that's what I love about British Superbikes, right? Mm -hmm. And and yes, Peter Marsh, my man, is because I love Cadwell Park. Cadwell is my favorite track in the world. Um, is that, is it, yes, it always has been. Luke, I remember. I'm trying to think of when the first time I seen it, it might have been in a performance bike magazine because obviously back in the day, you know, BSB wouldn't televise in the United States, right? We yeah, were yeah. lucky if we got 500 grand P and we got to watch, you know, Mick doing in them race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I seen in a performance bike magazine, Cadwell and the Jump. Mm. And I was just yeah. from that point on, it was like the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life, right? I mean, let's yeah, just be crazy. honest. And then when I seen it live, Bro, it took it to a whole new level, right? Like, like I thought that woman was beautiful, but man, let me tell you, in real life, she was oh my god, stunning, Pretty right? Yes, yes, right. And and my second is the, the TT. I love the TT race. Mm. It's it's uh, I watch that every year. Australian Superbike, Moto. Yeah, America, all, oh yeah, I watched the Australian Superbike as well. That's not that's on now again. I watched that as well. Like I said, it's the old racing is all pretty, all it's all mega. Like I said, it's. You don't get one boring or rubbish race. They're all good series in their own right ways. Like superbikes and art in the UK is mental. Like I said, we don't have the electronics. So it is literally got two, well, 220 to 240 brake horsepower just in your right wrist. Um, it, it, like it's just, it's just crazy to think that. Like I said, obviously we've got good tires and good suspension and, you know, everything like that. But in the wet with no electronics and trying to control that is mental. Like, we don't have the, you know, the warmest weather. So, no. so when it's cold and we're on stupid amounts of power bikes and just on pretty wets, it, it, it becomes a very, it, well, instead of a physical, it becomes a mental game then because yeah. like, you can, with that much power, it doesn't take a lot to make a mistake. So you have to be very, very precise. And that's, I think that's why, us British riders are quite good in the wet because we get to like the higher levels and we got electronics and then we got the good wets and we're like, oh, sound, this is easy. <laughs> You're like, shoot, I got this one, right? Yeah. 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 You, yeah. you know what? Uh, Harry Cook did, just commented, and Harry, you're right. They should do a Transatlantic trophy again, UK versus yeah, USA, yeah. right? That would be, yeah. he That'd says, be or an international World Cup, two racers in a team from each country. Yeah, I think that would be proper, man. Mm. I would love to see it. I would love to get, get you guys over here and us over there. I, I think it's important for the US, the UK, uh, to be in tune with riding as, as well as everybody else. Right. I think we would benefit a lot. That's why I'm telling everybody out here in America all the time, man, dude, you got to watch BSB. And everybody's like, how do I watch BSB? Like, how do you do this? I'm like, yeah, yeah. listen, it's very simple. It's called Bennett's British superbikes.com. Yeah. And when the race is on, it says live, you click on live video and guess what? You're in that bad boy. Right. Yeah. And then they also have a cool feature that I like. I tell you about is the, the, the TSL app, right? Which my yeah, mate, pretty good. It's really Dave Neal. Yeah. I got a good mate, Dave Neal. And, and that, that, that's yeah. my whole journey over there was, was Dave. So Dave's a really sound bloke. He's, he's really nice. Dave. Yeah. He's a really sound Man, bloke. Listen, I can't say enough about him and Jennifer. Mm. I love them too. Very much. They are proper, proper, proper lads yeah, and, yeah. and women. Right. But um, yeah, <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's 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 just proper, man. It's yeah, it's good. Like I said, that TSL app's really handy because obviously it is. you can watch the live timing. You can and it's got commentating results. on it I and the commentating. It. Yeah, yeah, you, you got everything that you need without watching it. So, um, if you like, I said you if you're in a country that you can't get the race in live, you literally just go on your line, type in TSL. There we go. Happy days. 
Yeah. And it gives you everything. You need to know the, the schedule. You know, if you missed a session, you can go back on to click on the, you know, it's even good for us because even us after a session, us racers, we go back on, look at the set the times, you know, speed traps. It's just really, really, a really good thing to have for us, even us racers, because it's really handy to have because even when we're struggling, we can look at every single set the time, like, oh, we're struggling this set there. Well, that's cool. We'll go and try that set there. So it's uh, it's it's even handy. I, I, well, I'm glad we got it because we didn't have it. It wouldn't be, it would be, I think, sometimes a bit difficult because also you can tell sometimes you're struggling, but then it's nice to see how much you're struggling by because if it's a lot, you just, all your mind does, does then is just focus on that one set there because yeah. you don't need to focus on anything else until you sort that one set out and then you put all the setters together then. But yeah, it's really handy. It's really, it's a really cool thing to have. Yeah, I love it. I'll, I'll be at work, throw my earbuds in, and, and yeah, <laughs> just, just li listen to them. It's it's awesome. Um, <clears throat> do you have any rituals that you do before to prepare for your uh, battle out there on the field? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know really. I put sometimes my right boot on before my left, and if I have a good weekend, I might continue that on. If it's a shit weekend, I might switch it around. See if it, <laughs> see if it helps. Um, not like really, no, feel... no lucky underwear or anything. Like I no, gotta no, wash I... these pair of drawers, baby. <laughs> Wear that thong. I need that thong now, Molly. God's sake. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be the pink one too. It yeah. can't be the purple the one. Hot pink ones now. Yeah. Uh, That's awesome. I feel like I. I feel like some races take it too far sometimes because if yeah. you like, my dad was a crazy one for superstitions. I tell you, it could be thirty degrees and he has his woody hat. And uh, I remember one weekend it was at Snetton. And Snetton we have in like the middle of the year, so it's quite hot. And I, 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 it was baking for Britain. It was like 31 degrees. And it's, that's hot. I, that's, that's hot. And I was like, Dad, just take your hat off, lad. I'm not going to go out and crash because you've took your hat off. So no, 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 I've, I've, I've had it on. No, I'm not taking it off. I was like, Dad, you're sweating. Just take the hat off. It's, it's okay. I'm not, I'm fine. I'll be okay. But yeah, it, my dad's more superstitious than I am. I I think, well, if I have a bad race, it's either down to oh, I've done something or the bike's yeah. done something. I'm not going to blame it on, ah, oh, fuck, I've put my boot on wrong way round. Ah, oh, fuck, that's why I've gone out and gone slow. I mean, no, I've probably not twisted the the, the throttle hard enough or I've broke too much. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. What's your favorite part of racing, Luke? Um, Well, I would say now bringing my little one and my... Like my little one loves racing. Like, I if we get if like so it comes up to like she'll go to school on Monday, go to school Tuesday, and I'm like, oh, maybe we'll guess where we're going on the weekend. She go, wow, well, go going bike racing. She goes, oh, bike racing. You're like, yeah, we're going, we're going bike racing. She just love. I think because obviously when they're in the womb, she was in the womb like from day one. Bike racing. She heard all the noises. Like she could be flat out asleep, and a bike would piss by, and it wouldn't even affect her. So. Like she just loves the bikes. She loves sitting on the bikes, being around the bikes. So seeing like um my little, let's see, like, you know, having my family out racing is quite cool because when you have the doubt, like a really bad time at racing, it's. I have uh, I've done it a couple of times where I've not had. Well, see, before little one came along, it was just me and Molly and my my family. But I would take my anger sometimes out on Molly. So it's so you sort of learn how I you know I'm affected by racing. So and I'm quite. I try I've this year I've tamed it down a little bit I get quite angry but it's not like I get angry it's it's more frustration but I sh like it's just I, it's just like fuck <laughs> and but she knows how to control that and take me away and calm me down and bring me back so it's nice to have that sort of um that sort of thing because if I didn't have that I think I would 
be a lot worse at racing because all I want to do is go out and do my best job. And when I something's happened or I've done a crap job, like I know when I've done a crap job, and that's why I get the worst because I've done something wrong. And all I want to yeah. do is like get over it quickly and go back out and uh, make it better. But how I do that is I show like anger and like, oh, I just want, you know, just want to, I keep, and then good thing for me is I can keep the anger like boiled up inside me. Like I won't show it, but it'd be like, you know, it'd be around there and then I'll use it as motivation. I'll go out like, fuck it, right, let's make this bit better now. Um, so like it, it's good having that side with me because they sort of calm me down and, like, I, can't, I can't get really angry like I used to like when I was like 15 I used to go into my dad's camper van like chuck my boots and right. fucking punch holes in walls because I was I, I came second instead of first I can't do that in front of my little ones so I go in my <laughs> no. little one and I start I start playing like you know playing dolls and it sort of cal calms you down it sort of gives you a different mindset so it's it quite cool um that's probably the most bit I enjoy because even high-fiving my little one before I got on the bike and she kisses my nose when my thighs are up you know that's quite quite cool because when you're racing when you're young it's all about you but when you when you get to like i'm my age now and well, i was 28 a couple of days ago you sort of get to that age where you need a i sort of use motivation to get good results for my family so when i get a good result i know i've done it for them and so much for me but i try and do it as much for them as i do it for me because it's cool because if i get on the podium i can take my little one and i can wave at her from the podium and it, it's a it's a great great feeling to have that so i want to try and you know show my little one as before i stop racing as much as how what a cool sport it is to be involved in who knows she might grow up and be a future female world champion you know i oh, know yeah, yeah, yeah i hear you right yeah, yeah, yeah. but listen <laughs> on, on that note dude happy birthday bro i, I, I you. just had a birthday and and big shout out to my man big lee ben lee he just had a birthday today mm. too but yeah i just wanted to say man oh, happy birthday luke man yeah 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 that's uh as i say know, like fine wine Fine, exactly right yeah i, I remember when, when i used to be that age yeah yeah I, I, that was a long time ago but yeah not giving nothing away but no I, li listen i i tell everybody i'm i'm like 36 right i'm i'm 46 so it's what racers do don't they they always lie about their age uh, man I'm, yeah i'm still i'm still 18 they didn't even know why right, I, I tell everybody I'm, I'm 32 man come on yeah yeah, it's easy, yeah yeah it's it's easy so we, we have a comment man uh peter marsh so uh Peter and uh, Mark says Luke is a proper racer and encourages up and coming racers. He spent a lot of time with our rider Jack oh, yeah. and helping him this year. I love this as these young riders are the future. Need more like Luke in the paddock, and I hundred percent agree. Yeah, well, like I say, these um, like it's like I've spent a lot of time with Jack. I try and help him out and take him around the track. I, I if, like um, so I'm helping another young lad out, uh, Forley. Um, he's doing um the championship in austria at the moment i can't remember what it's called i do apologize he's um but he's a really really i mean rapido young lad i mean but that his dad asked me to go and try like give him some coaching i was like yeah that's fine i'll go out with him yeah happy days and um, he's got the ofeo 140s so i'm like 15 kilos heavier than this little lad and I was struggling to keep up with him. I was like, I'm not coaching him. I'm just trying to keep up with him at this precise point because he's too freaking fast. Um, but it's cool because that side of things, he's fast, but in any needs, like, I will give him the elbow. Like, I don't really care too much, but, like, I wish I had this when I was younger. Someone to, like, sit me up, you know, break check me, get me in the corners, sit me up. You know, you need all of that when you're young because that's how you get I like if you ever go to Spain testing, 
and you have a lunch break, all you see is like young lads going around in circles and on bikes constantly. And they're with their dads and they're like, dude, go on, keep going, keep going, keep going. And that's how I believe all the Spanish and the Italian lads and, you know, they're just white bikes. But with this young lad, I'm trying to teach him like, oh, well, I'm saying I don't need to teach him because he's funny. <laughs> he's just stupid. But I hope for him, he gets picked up because it's, I, I, I find it's hard for UK lads or British riders if they don't get out of the UK and go off because that's sometimes what you need to do. You need to go to like the CV championship. You need to get out there early so you get picked up by these scouts. Um, and if he gets picked up, I believe he will be one of our fastest UK British riders because he is young and he's got a brain on him. He's very smart. Uh, he's already got a race craft on him. Like when I race him and I set him up, he next lap will block that pass like straight away because he knows I'm going to do it. So then I have to rethink what I'm going to do to him because then I have to take a couple of laps because he's so fast. It makes me think what I'm doing. So <laughs> you're thinking yourself like, oh yeah, yeah right. Like, God yeah. damn, I'm going to be helping yeah, you. What yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. So I, I'm asking you, cool, like, yeah. what are you doing in that corner, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So no, it's really cool. Like I said, it's it's cool doing that. If, like I said, I don't class myself as a as a like. I mean, I know I'm I can ride a bike and I can pedal one quite fast, but I don't I don't I don't think of myself as a, a mega rider i i just try and help if people ask me to help i will help i don't yeah. like i don't take money for it i don't take any i just love the fact that if i can help them that's the payment i need i've taught like not taught them something but i've you know done something you to help them. yeah you yeah and that's what i like about that's what i like about doing like it and i get a ride a bike so i don't really care so <laughs> so so is, is this something you'd you, you'd love to do once you hang up the helmet and, and leathers and retire is actually do some coaching and work work with the younger kids yeah you're right i mean yeah i love to because i said i feel like the i feel like if i had something like that when i was little or younger that sort of role someone to like even to take me out you know get yeah. tough Get that yeah. like that toughness in you. So if like, someone does come to the side of you, you give it back straight away and you scare them. I wish I had that when I was little because I think that will make you a faster rider, more determined rider. Because I know when you go to Spain, they are fishers and they are like they are fast and they don't give you an inch. So to have that built into you from a young age, I think that's what we need in the UK. So I'm happy that I can sort of help this young lad out already and like if i do retire i would love to do it but it's just having like i said because i'm a full working lad from uk it's hard to do it full-time if i could do it full-time sweet i'll take it and i'll be well happy because it's like a, a ideal job in it so yeah i i hear you man it's what you know unfortunately a, a lot of riders have full-time jobs a mm. lot of people would be surprised how many riders out there have a full-time and w what do you do for your full-time job so i fit solar panels Oh yeah, solar. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I'm a solar panel fitter, so I'm actually helping the world instead of burning Yeah, there you go. Time. That's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, did my part. <laughs> dude, that's great, man. That's that's good stuff. So, um, away from let's get away from uh, hmm. I can't. Well, I got a hard time talking right this second. Motorcycle racing for for a minute. Um, I'd like to know what what Luke does uh, away from motorcycle. Do, do you read books at all? Or are you a book reader, an audio book listener? Well, I can't read books. I'm quite dyslexic. So I, I, I read my little one books because of pictures. So I can look at the pictures and pretend to read them. And she's happy with that. Um, do you feel like I mainly just, I, I try and just do stuff, you know, little stuff. Like uh, 
obviously I can't do it in a moment because it's dark when I go to work and dark when I go in, but I try and take my little ones to the park, you know, do little family stuff, you know, it's, um, you know, anything really. I don't like, I don't like, I like sitting down, but I don't like sitting down. Like I can yeah. sit down on my phone for a couple of hours, but then I have to get up and like, I will clean the house for example. Like I, I will like, I came in today and I did like a couple of hours of cleaning the house because I just like, you know, doing stuff. Um, like I do stuff with my partner, you know, you just, you just, because when you when you're racing that you don't get many you don't get much free time like you just don't you like you're flat out because you're working and you're racing like even cleaning the car i don't even get time to do that during race season because you think oh i'll do it that weekend oh, i'm racing right i'll do it during the week you get in from work you don't really want to do that because it's, it's you just can't be bothered to do it so then it doesn't get during done during the week so when you get to the winter period you actually just do normal stuff that you don't get time to do like we're decorating the baby's room at the moment that is like getting from work decorate a baby's room because if that was during the race season i'll be like laugh well you're gonna put up it like i haven't got time yeah. <laughs> so just doing general normal stuff watching tv just sitting down with my missus and just chilling out with her and just you know just having a nice chill time like i like the winter and i hate the winter because it's the winter in the uk sucks it does suck like it's cold it's wet you can't ride bikes if you do ride bikes you're gonna get wet and cold <laughs> <laughs> um so uh it's 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 just about having fun like because i train with will so me and will will go out and do a cycle like i you know it's just just keeping myself occupied really you yeah. know I, I, that's what i was going to ask you is how do you train uh to how do you train one physically and mentally to prepare yourself so like I said, I try and train as much as I can. Like it's hard having a full-time job. Like I get back six o'clock in the morning and sometimes I won't get back to six o'clock at night. It depends what the day is like. And if I have them days, it's very hard to motivate myself to go, let's go and do a gym session. Go on, yeah. lad. Um, but I will do it. Like I I say, I, I've been training today after work. I went to did like two hour gym session and did what? But like, mainly I don't do weights. Um, because I struggle with arm pump anyway, so I try not to pump my arms up as much as I can. Um, more cardio based, more weight based yeah. stuff. Like a lot, of, a lot of cycling. Because you ever see races, they cycle or run. So I mix it up. I try and do both. Um, I've, yeah, just you know, I yeah, just as I and I don't do long sessions. I do short but explosive. Yeah. So if I do a cycle, it'd be twenty minutes, but it'd be like my heart will be like bouncing out my chest because i feel like that's more beneficial to me to be doing that than a long slow cycle because i don't i don't no one enjoys cycling or doing to the, i don't think anyone really enjoys it but i feel like if i can make it more fun by stressing myself at training i feel like i've got something out of it so i do like a 20 minute quick cycle blast and i'm done because my heart will sit at 180 beats per minute and that's all i need so i um i just try and train so because like our race is like 20, 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah. So I, I say to myself, if you can do that stint for as fast as you can, you're gonna be good when you get on that super bike or stop six, you know, anything. You're gonna you're gonna need to do that. You're gonna need to um simulate how what you do on the bike. Like I sometimes get a you know the elastic bands you see in the gym. So I put one of them around the steel frame, I put it around my head. I pull as far back as I can and then I get on a, a, a balancing ball and I will sit there until my neck aches because it's sort of uh you get in that position you stand and I will tell I will ask someone in the gym to kick the ball from underneath me and see if I can you know stay on it um and it's just little things like that to keep me up I do a bit of boxing 
you know, just mixing it up now and again. Yeah. So yeah, I I, I think it's important to 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 mix up a workout because it, mm. it, then it turns like a normal job, right? You go in and doing the yeah. same things over and over, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, favorite Netflix uh, series? Well, it's got. I mean. We got. I got to mix it up because obviously I watch it. My my other half watches some utter shit. I'm not gonna lie. She watches some <laughs> shit, and it's just utter utter shit. She's like, "Do you um, want to watch this for me?" Like, you know what? I actually got this. I got to go in yeah, here and take I, I care. I'm gonna go and uh, I'm gonna do some laundry. Drive. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna yeah. go people the floors. Right. But now we uh, we watch. So there's a couple of things in the UK. We watch Great British Bake Off as a as a couple. We watch that. It's quite cool. I like right. that. That's just like. Um, I watched this. Uh, there's a there's the other Squid Games drama. Yeah, I heard about that. I want to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, they got the killing one, so it's not real. But then yeah. they got the real one that they play the games, but they don't die. Basically, <laughs> thankfully. Yeah. I watched right. that. I watched actually the last episode earlier. So watch that. Um, I, I'm a film guy. I'm a very I'm a film guy. I will okay. watch films. Well, favorite over, movie? Everything. I I'm a Disney guy. Oh, me I too, like dude. Cars. I love Disney. I like so cars. Star cars. Wars. You like Star, Star Wars? Wars? Yeah. Star Wars, anything Marvel, but yeah. my all-time favorite is Cars. You just yeah. can't do it. Like, because yeah. my race number was 95 before when I was little. So 95 was lightning. You know, I, just, yeah, I thought I was Lightning McQueen. So yeah. that was quite cool. But then uh, I've also took the same from American uh, film Shake and Bake. Shake You're not first or last. Yes. Yeah. Ricky Bobby <laughs> boy, that's my dude right yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, what cracks me up about that film is when they get to the 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 scene and they're cooking dinner. Well, she's not cooking dinner; she's ordered takeaway. It's like, come down here, boys! I've been slaving over this for hours, and it's like KFC, McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just, it's just, and he does the, the uh, he does the praying, uh, dear baby Jesus. It's like, yeah, dear baby, baby Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, I like baby Jesus. <laughs> I love that movie. It's such a good yeah. movie, man. It is. Yeah, I, I I like Disney a lot too. All the Pixar, all that. Yeah, I, I like it's the, just. Uh, yeah, and because obviously my, now I'm a little one, I just watch anything over there. So was, yeah. my son growing up, man, he loves horror flicks. Like oh, at a young oh, age, oh. like at three years old, dude, he's like, I want to watch it. And I'm like, dude, this is blood and guts. And he's just like, I mean, he, yeah, so we started watching the horror flicks. He's, Not he's like real more... bad ones at, at, at three. Don't get me wrong, everybody. Don't don't slay me, right? But not your typical scary movie for 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 a kid, right? Yeah, and, uh, yeah. We sit down and watch now. He's like, I want to watch Texas Chainsaw Master. He's eleven. Blah blah yeah. blah blah blah. And he just he's got more hairs on his chest than I have, because I yeah. uh, I'm a bit of a pansy when it comes to horror films. I do not, I do not do that no. crap. I have nightmares about crap like that. Like <laughs> I see the woman and like the girl, the what's it called, the woman in black. Watched that once. Shat my pants, and yeah, then I seen like, it for yeah, about yeah. a week in my room. I had to turn the lights on and everything. I was like, No, no, nope. not doing that again. <laughs> I'm leaving all the lamps on and lighting candles tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Not happening, love. I'm not going to sleep tonight because I feel like you go come get me. I'm so, up, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a comedy man or like a thriller man or action movie, like you know, anything but horror. <laughs> Who's your favorite comedian? Either Will Farah, you know, from uh, yeah, I like course. Will. Yeah. I like uh, I like Ryan Reynolds. He's fucking hilarious. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds is awesome. Ryan what about stand up comedian? Like like that just does stand up. So stand up, I like Lee Evans. He's a UK yeah. guy. Lee yeah. Evans is uh, Michael McIntyre. Uh, I, I watched an American dude the other day. He's quite young. He's quite. He's now getting quite big. I can't think of his name. I will have to text you his name. Yeah. Like he's quite. I. I. Defect. I'm a. I love comedies. Like yeah, I do too. I watched Kevin Hart. I actually went yeah. and watched Kevin Hart 
alive. Oh, um, did you really? Fucking hilarious. I bet. I bet you had a great time with Kevin Hart. <laughs> oh, he's so funny. That's it's awesome. Just, oh, it's just, it's just brilliant. Because obviously, the American humor to the UK humor is similar. Like, like, is. like we don't have many different things. We complain about the traffic and weather still. Yeah. You know, traffic's a big one. Love yeah, it. About the Here too. Yeah. I'm because so, listen. I used to have a sticker in my car that said "Road Rage World Champion." Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, God damn it, mother. Yeah. 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 Ask my uh, partner about my road rage. She does not yeah. like me driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I get. To, yeah, I'm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I'm gonna say on that one. But yeah, yeah. So, uh, celebrity crush. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna get caught. I'm gonna get some sleep. I'm gonna get some absolute sleep. But some young era still. Um, and because my missus watches it, uh, I'm gonna have to say, old Kylie Jenner. <laughs> She's a bit of a she's a bit of a smoker, I'm gonna say. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, so or, I've been watching if I'm gonna say another one, I do like um oh, she's in uh Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. What's her name? Oh Angelina Jolie. Yeah, yeah, she's uh she's never she's never a smoker. Yeah, 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 dude. Yeah. Angelina and she's been around a while too, right? Mm. Yeah. yeah, she's definitely been around a while, man. Yeah, yeah. It's more of American American actresses, I guess. I'm going with that. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That's okay. I've been watching. So I've been watching uh, Peaky Bonders because I my kids tell me, dude, Peaky Bonders. So I started oh, yeah, watching Peaky, that. Yeah, Peaky yep. Bonders. Is fucking, yeah, um, and then I'm watching Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Okay. Yes. What? Well, so Ted Lasso. It's awesome. It's uh, it's on Apple TV. He's an American, so this European soccer league got this American to come over that never coached, don't know shit about soccer. Okay. Right? Because her, the owner of the, uh, her husband that owned the team, they got a divorce, right? Mm. She got left with the team, so she wanted to run it into, ground, into the ground. So she hires somebody that's never don't know shit about it, yeah. right? But dude, it's just it's really good. It, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's like it seems like a like a yeah. It seems like he's gonna be amazing at because he doesn't know anything about it. Yeah. It is my character in there is Roy Kent, dude. So if you end up watching it, dude, that's my dude in there. He's fucking <laughs> hilarious because he's straight to the point. He's got this straight face all the time, and yeah. he'll look at you straight up after you win this whole rant. They'll be like, "Fuck off, right? <laughs> Get out my face!" Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. And I was like, "Yes, we need more like him." Yes, <laughs> it's awesome. Oh, I love it. I think yeah. what other stuff do I watch? We watch loads of stuff, but it's like, what other stuff do we watch? We watch um. I can't even like we watch so much stuff, but trying to think of the names is ridiculous. Yeah, like we is. watch um we watched the good doctor for a bit. The good doctor was quite good. Yeah. Um, I don't know, we watch loads of stuff. Like Slept to Get Me Out of Here, that's a big one. Watch Slept to Get Me Out of Here. That's on yeah. now, nine o'clock. That's on now. Well, actually, no, it won't be on for you now, but it's on for a UK time, it's on at nine o'clock. Um, we watch that. Um, watch loads of stuff to be fair. Like, um, I don't watch it. This is not me saying I watch it. I don't, but I have to watch. No, I don't have to watch it. I have to put up with it. My my partner likes uh, drag queen racing. You know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That shit. My wife does too. Trust me. Yeah. Yes. I get her, I get him back from a training session. She's there watching it. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Are you kidding <laughs> me right now? Come on, girl. So, yeah. Yeah, you know. Fair play to them, but it's not yeah. for me. Like she, she just watched some shit, but yeah, she watches like 
only way is Essex. That's another one in uh, the UK. That's another UK thing. So thing. She watches uh, another American thing. She watches uh, these people that sell um, houses in America. Uh, Sun. Oh yeah, uh, the Property Brothers. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind that because they hire pretty fit people. Right. Don't mind that so much. I'll watch that because you know they're pretty, they're pretty, they're pretty tidy. So right. I'll happy sit down and watch yeah. that. <laughs> Me too, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. If, if we're gonna, if you're gonna watch it, oh yeah, I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah, if it's eye candy for sure. I'm in. I make yeah, the yeah, popcorn, girl. Let's get it. Yeah. So yeah, listen, I'll I'll, we 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 have a question from Sean Wayne. What is going on, Sean? He says, "Are you staying with the same team in 2024?" I can say I'm not staying with the same team. Unfortunately, no. The the team this year we've. Not part, no, no, not bad ways. It just we just haven't continued. Like I said, I didn't. If I was going to stop in stock, I didn't ideally want to stay on Kawasaki because it, it would have been the same thing. It would have been good because I could have got, done the same results. But if I was going to stop in stock, or you know, if I'm stop, I, you know, I just didn't want to be on a Kawasaki again. I just I, I wanted to try. I want to be on something different. Like I've I actually rode Kawasaki stock bikes from nineteen twenty. 21 so i've done it you know on a kawasaki for a couple of years a few years now so um but i mean if i mean if if the, i mean if the deal was right and i feel like i would i you know i i would have stayed just for the team because the team in general are just are really nice yes. andy um andy, dave and mandy so that's why <laughs> dave and mandy the the they run it themselves they're just you know business owners doing their business but they love bikes they're really nice they do everything for you you get there the mandy will cook us lunch and dinner spot on that's what you need dave is the he'll he's a he's a big teddy bear he's a really big teddy bear so he's awesome and like i say it was a really nice team to be in like a proper family team I, it was just me all year until the last two rounds you put another rider in but it was really cool I, it was a really good team to be involved in but unfortunately now i'm not i'm not stopping with them um it's just i just i just wanted something a bit different well I mean, almost didn't ride. So I just, I was hoping for anything really. But yeah, it was one of them. Yeah, he says, he, he commented again and says, good luck for 2024. Absolutely, mate. As I know Sean, so cheers, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Sean, Sean's awesome. So listen, if, if you could have your choice of any motorcycle you could pick and race and have any teammate in any series, what would it be? So I'm going to say, and from any era. It could be from any era, too. So, if I was going to pick a team, it'd be Casey. Stoner? Because he's always yep. been my idol. I love Casey. Me, too. He's uh, he's just amazing. Yes. Um, Bike-wise, I'm going to say um, the 500cc GP bikes, Grand Prix bikes. Now, I've rode one gently. I love to ride one like flat properly out. yeah like trying for it try and kill me basically yeah um and i know casey had the same thoughts because he went on one and he's like i love to you know, i think what from what i could hear he's like i'd love to have a go proper on one of these so that combination with him seeing it back because obviously you can drift them because they've got that much power seeing him yeah. drift one it would be so sick magical it would be right yeah, yeah. like poetry it is yeah, yeah. man I, I wish they would bring them back man i wish somebody would bring back a 500 gp class right and just yeah, yeah. well they put that suitor did suitor did a a, a a modern one didn't they they did a 500 yeah. cc modern one but i think i don't know 
I, I can't see them being any more expensive to run than bikes at the moment, but I guess in it's just four strokes are ticking over, unfortunately. It's just, it uh, and that bike was like a hundred, it, it's a hundred grand, ain't it? That that uh suitor, um, I think it's about a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I think it's around that mark, but yeah. it, it went around a TT course with Ian Locker. Yep, yeah, Ian Locker took it around a TT course, but um, yeah, I love that. Like I said, that. That would be like the ideal dream or scenario, let's say, because apart from Mark Marquez, who's my, you know, he's top tier. He's he's up. He's now my. He's just. Oh, he's your favorite, huh? He's just stupid. Like the talent the kid has. Is I know. Really it's, it's really, so, what do you think about him on the Ducati? I'm gonna put a bet down. I'm gonna put like my house down for him to win the championship. Like, yeah, there's I, no, there's no doubt on it. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't care about all the haters he has. He is winning that championship, and he's—he's. He's, I, I don't care what you say. He's gonna—he's gonna win it. He, he, there's no way he can go out. He went out on it four laps, and he was third. It was ridiculous, ridiculous how fast yes. he was. Like straight away, I—I I, I think everyone knew it anyway. That Ducati, yeah. this the Ducati is just ridiculous in it. So, well, oh. you know, it, it is, but it, I agree. I, I think he's gonna come out and, and be super strong in yeah. too. Uh, you know, uh it's it's he's in a different place obviously right because all the injuries Mm. and the diploma with the eye vision with the diploma and all this stuff right so now he's on a team that's not a factory team so Mm. he don't have the pressure of testing all these parts and doing this right so he's on a bike that's already set up the championship winning bike from this year yeah um but ducati's gonna put themselves in a worse predicament than they had this year right so yeah right this is the main reason why so obviously we all know and, and, and can tell that uh the the let's say david uh, davide did not want jorge martin to win this title right because no, they want that number one plate to be on the factory bike and if I he know. did win the title then he'd have to put yeah, and they yeah. bashing jorge yeah. martin to have the number one That's but now they don't, they don't want a satellite bike did they? they don't want number one plate on the satellite bike no they nobody does. Bike, but they don't want it on another team's bike do they but now this year right well next uh-huh. year now you got marquez one of the greatest of all times martin is on a Gersini, not even the primac <laughs> right the Primax, the factory bike, you know, they actually do all the testing before the yeah. factory guys get it right. So now you got the the really non factory team, mm. Mark Marquez, and if he wins the title, I'm anxious to see how all this is really going to play out within Ducati. I think a couple wow. of kids might explode, right? I think all hey mine's going to be really upset because all Marquez might be going to the factory team because he'd be having another one plate. Listen, I, I, you know, I, I, I love Jorge Martin. I think that Jorge Martin, I, I'm talking about everybody on the grid right now. I think besides Baby Jeebus, which is Pedro Acosta, I think Jorge Martin's one of the oh, most yeah. naturally talented rider hmm. out there hmm. on the GP grid. Uh, uh, well, what I mean by that is, when, dude, when he's got his head on and everything's right, Dude, oh, he's he is, no, beat him. Bro, he's seconds ahead of everybody. <clears throat> not a half a tenth, no, not no. this. Three and four seconds, just like <laughs> oh, see ya, right? Yeah, if he could somehow get that all together and keep it together, I mean, it would be, he'd be, you know. Well, he, yeah, it's weird. Like, he, he can do a sprint race, rapid, absolutely rapid. rapid. And then they get to the main race, and it's like, where's his, where's his speed gone? He's like, yeah. he's still be fast, but it's like he's lost a second. It's, uh, it's quite weird this year. So he's like, is he, you think, oh, bang, the eyes in for it now. Fuck me. If he's done that in the sprint race, wait till tomorrow. And then he's like, oh, well. 
unless they just make a step, unless Bang Nai just makes a step. But it's not just Bang Nai, it's the rest of them. He yeah. doesn't like it's not like Bang Nai just beats him. It's like he gets beaten by the other Jakati. So it's not like he I don't know what I don't know what I don't know what I obviously you don't know what happens or what is happening, but it's it's really weird, like he said he'll get the advantage and then Hang on, folks. We lost him there for a second. He froze up. Can you hear me, Luke? Hang on, everybody. But, yeah, so what we was talking about, we'll, we'll give Luke uh, some time to, to come back in. Um, you might have to back out and, and, and then come back in. Might be the easiest thing to do. But yeah, I think. Uh, what do you guys think about Marquez on 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 the Ducati? You think he's gonna show up next year and and, and clean up? Like I said, Ducati's in a predicament, um, in, in a worse predicament than they was with just uh, this year. It's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting to to see um, the outcome. It's gonna be. I'm excited. I'm also excited about Top Rack, but I, I want to talk to with him about Top Rack and all that. But yeah, bad tonight. I, I know. Internet bad tonight. Yeah, it is, Sean. It, it, it is. And thank you guys, man, for, for tuning in and watching all the time. I really appreciate it. Um, all the love and support you guys show all the time. It's it's, it's amazing. It really is. Um, let's see what Luke's doing. Hopefully we didn't lose him for the night. And, if he, and, and you know, if we did, we'll, uh, we'll just continue it. We'll, we'll, we'll just get it back on. But, yeah, we'll see. I'm also excited about, you know, BSB, man's got a big year. Man, everybody's got a big year this year in, in road racing. We see Mark going to put a good champion in 2024. That's right, Sean. I, I think he is too. And touching on that comment I just said, yeah, it's like uh, Ducati really put themselves in a bad predicament, man, having Marquez on the Grassini and being as fast. And, I mean, and, and listen, dude, if he wins the champion, if, if I'm not correct – uh, correct me if I'm wrong on this. Will he be the only one to win a MotoGP champion on a satellite bike? I'm pretty sure he would be. And how proper epic would that be, right? That would be proper. Let's see. Let's see what's going on. Hopefully he'll chime back in here in a minute. Oh, here we go. There we go. Right, Wi-Fi went down. Nightmare. Now you're good, man. <laughs> it's all good. Sorry, my apologies. <laughs> no, nah, dude, bro, it's it's all good. It's all good. We we was just touching on. Uh, I was just continuing talking about Marquez in in mm. 2024, right? Yeah, I think he's gonna be good. And dude, don't forget, uh, Pedro Acosta, right? We, we call him Baby Jeebus. He uh, yeah, he's uh, he's a talent, man. I think he's one of the ones that come around every so often maybe i mean it's kind of yet hard to hard, hard to say that but i mean what he's proven well, and done so far it's it's yeah you're right like i said he's, he's well he's sort of done what marquez did in, but it's slightly better yep. um, well like i said a lot better because i said it's hot it's not you don't get it very often when a, a rookie comes in and um he wins the motor free championship in his first year that's very very rare like, you don't really get that um but yeah i mean i think the the bike and the KTM, what he's on, is not going to show his 
true potential. Like yeah. I said, if he does well on it, then it's going to really show his true potential. Because like I said, no, I'm not saying the KTM's a bad bike. It's obviously, it's just, you know, not as strong as the Ducati at the moment. But obviously, Brad Bender did a good job on it. There's no, yeah. there's no reason why he can't. But I feel like it's a good place to start for Pedro because obviously, um, it, yeah, it'd be cool for him to be on the Ducati. And I feel like he probably would, you know, win in this first year because, you know, why not? He's got the talent to do so. But I feel like this will build a very good ground for him to work on for uh, 25. I, I still believe he probably will get a podium. I yeah. hardly doubt that. I hardly doubt he won't. Because um, like I said, KTM's are, well, you, like I said, KTM's were on a podium regularly this year. It wasn't that mm-hmm. they got one randomly. Brad was like almost winning races. So I feel like if Pedro can get things together on it, why not? Yeah. Brad Bender's another one that I think's got like such a natural talent mm. behind Jorge Martin. I mean, mm. the way he slides that bike in and yeah. out, it's old school proper, right? It's like, yeah, I'd love to see that. Yeah, well, it's it's uh it's it's yeah, it's it's just I think it's just raw talent. Like he's just determined, isn't he? You can yeah. see him when he rides, he doesn't want to give up. He's like a dog with a bone in yeah. when Brad rides, he's just yeah, he's just he's probably right, knows. Sure. And like I said, it's good to see him like motorcycle riders overriding the bikes. Yeah. Like I said, you can see him backing in all the way to the apex, and like you know, it's really it's nice to see like certain the bikes have got these electronics, but you still have to ride them really, really. I'm not saying they don't. I'm not saying that because obviously they bloody do. I'm just saying it's good to see you know Brad having to override it sometimes yeah. and get near the Ducati. So it's nice to see it. It's good. It's good to have that. Man, I would love to see Bender on a different bike. Mm. I feel right. like he would win easy. Yeah, not, but yeah. But KTM is not letting him go. They keep signing him for like three years out of well, time. Well, they know like, yeah. got, that's why. Like I said, yeah. there's no point letting go of the golden ticket when he's in the team, is there? No, it's not. You know, and he's good for 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 the team. And then, so let's touch on some World Superbike real quick, man. Uh, mm. Top Rack, man. What do you think about Top Rack and the BMW, Johnny Ray, Yamaha, right? Mm. Uh, but Bassini with the Kawasaki. Mm. Well, I think. I think Top Rat's got the talent to do it. Like to, I think he, the things he does on bikes, he's almost like Marquez esque. Yeah. Like yeah. I've never known a rider to get the rear wheel off the off the floor for how long he does, and then make everything your apex. Like if the rear wheel comes off the floor, yeah, you can come off a little bit, and you still, you know, it does. You know, your rear wheel is always floating, but he has it completely off. Like, and it's just mental how he can make everything your apex. Either he has his, his engine braking wound so high for when his back wheel hits the ground, it's like a jet, you know, when the parachute goes yep. out. Yep. It's like one of them things. As I'm, Because he's obviously, when you've got the back wheel off the floor, you have to start, you know, you start doing out of the brake to play with it. So you're never like fully stopping because if you kept doing that, he's just going to keep doing, you know, that. So, and he's already said that engine braking on the BMW is ridiculous. So if he's already found a little sweet spot and he's got the power obviously because the bmw is a lot faster than the yam i feel like he's gonna be well he well he might win it straight away because like i said i mean why not like i said it's obviously it's obviously it's been a harder bike to ride in super bikes obviously scott redding and people like that but when redding gets it all together he he can win a race on it so and obviously redding's got a lot of talent so i don't see why not why top right can't do it like i said if Again, it's just again with bike racing. If it clicks, it clicks. If it doesn't, unfortunately, it doesn't. It's it doesn't just one of them. It's one of them hard things to make things click. 
So if it clicks for top rack straight away, then I think like he's going to be hard to stop because then he's got the power with the breaking. If he's got power and breaking, well, old, ba old Bautista is not going to be, he can't do a straight line passing. Uh, yeah, that's that's true. You know, and then I heard one of the main things that the BMW riders complain about uh, in World Superbike is that when the rear tire is on the ground, when it comes back, it it uh, it's like real snappy, right? It, it don't give you that 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 uh, whatever feel that them guys do, especially top rack, because it always amazed me. Like you said, this motherfucker would be so hard on the brakes, mm. the rear wheel, in the, and he's turning the bike in with the rear wheel still in the air, and he lets it loose, and he just. It's like, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. uh, yeah, like you, any, well, most riders don't, well, I don't know. It, <laughs> you just don't know, dude. Like when I get the back wheel off the floor, it's like a few inches and it's fine because it goes back on the floor and it goes back in line. But if they're being, being W riders are actually complaining off the snatchiness, Top Rack never has his bike in line. So that's not going to bother him. Like he, he trains to have not the bike. So yeah. this might be, Everyone was saying it's a bad move, it's this and that, but maybe it was the move that he needed because they also the being dubbed. Not every rider suits bikes. I'm not being yeah. funny. If you want, no, you're if right. you like a rider, every rider is different. So Bautista, if he jumped on the Yamaha, it, it, I know he's got less power, but he still may not. He still may win because he's such a small rider and smooth. The Yamaha is a smooth bike to ride. I know not in top racks hands, let's say, because that thing was never in line. But I think Johnny Ray is probably done the right move because it's got similar power to the the Kawasaki, but I feel like it handles or it's got a bigger, we call it a window. I feel like the window is a lot bigger on the Yam than the Kawasaki at the precise moment. The Kawasaki might take a step next year and it might be, you know, the worst mistake he's done, but you, you know, you got to take, you got to do these things when you're in, you, you just got to, because it's always, Oh, if I don't, or oof, you know, you always yeah. got you know, you got to try these things, aren't you? And if it doesn't work, then you know, it did, you know, he's won six world championships. He's he can make it seven next year, and Top Rack can make it two, or Bautista can make it three on the or we can have another one. We just you just don't know with racing, no. do you? You just don't no. know, do you? Like Sam Lowe's could win it in his first year. Sam Lowe's is Rapido, yep. and he's on one of the best bikes now, the Ducati. So yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Uh, yeah, I forgot about. uh him coming, yeah, Sam Lowe's. You're right uh, mm. with uh, uh, his team, Mark VDS, yeah. correct? Yeah, he's all got. He's got the similar people around him. He's not changed teams, and all. He, I know he's got to get used to Prellies, but Prellies are fairly easy to get used to. They offer, they offer enough grip, and they they move around a lot. But that's better to get used to than like rock hard, solid yeah. Dunlops, I guess. Yeah, they've um, yeah, got electronics. Mm. Feel like he would be, and he's rode, he rides superbike. He's he's came back, he's came from the superbike, even though he didn't. But he's came from like the rural super sport, so he's used to road bikes anyway, with the flex, more flex in the yeah. the the bike anyway. So I feel like he's, I feel like he'd be up there straight away. Yeah, not. I, I don't either. I, when I heard about it, I was like, dude, this is proper news right here. This yeah. is exciting. Like, yeah, yeah, I think it's a good career step for him. Like I say, because when you get to Sort of where he's not enjoying Moto Two because Moto Two is a hard class, and yeah. he can start enjoying real superbikes. It's not. I feel like it's probably a right step for him. He's probably, like yeah. I say, he's done the right step. Well, Moto Two is such a hard class too. Mm. Let's just be honest, right? It's it's uh, mm. 
super cutthroat. You know, so I, I see it like when I watch it, Luke, you'll have you'll have Moto Three champion come up, right? And they mm. dominated Moto Three. They'll get Moto Two, like Lorenzo Della Porta. Let's just use him as an example, right? Yeah. Nowhere in Moto Two, right? Yeah. And, and then you'll get uh, Moto Three riders that really they're okay, and you put them mm. on Moto Two bike, and it's like, where the fuck did this kid come from, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Same, yeah, same same thing yeah, as Superbike and, and all the other categories. Um, I think it's literally. I think it's just how some riders ride some bikes. I feel like there's some riders that can ride any bike, and they just you know they just click. Then some riders just just can't. If it's not there and you haven't got that feeling and you can't click, it is the worst thing because you you all the every rider is out there and they're they're trying the hardest. Yeah, but. It's, it's sometimes it just doesn't click it's just yeah. not there you you don't have the feeling you need like i'm a very front end person so if i don't have the front end underneath me i'm going nowhere like if i have a like the rear i'm fine i can slide the rear it doesn't matter if it's not in line or it's bouncing around the place you can control the rear more than the front so i don't mind too much if the rear is like out of you know not quite perfect but I can deal with the front not quite perfect, but if it's like miles out, then it's it. I'm not one of them riders that can. I can never ride certain things, but the front has to be somewhere near, you know, okay for me to be. Yeah, because obviously, and but then you, yeah, it's just it's just odd. Like Dada Porter, obviously, I'm not being mean. I'm really not. Obviously, can't click for six hundred. He's smaller stature, and obviously, just clicked with a motor free bike and just that's. Yep. It's like another Evan Afkas. I can't pronounce his name. Not very good at names. But again, small rider just love motor free. And if it doesn't click, he just can't. Like he said, he he just he did super sport this year. I think he did one decent round where he was sick. But then apart from that, he was yeah yeah twenty or below. It, it's almost like you know motor three riders that that only good in that class when they get another class and they can't make it. It's almost like your career is almost kind of over because there's no other. I mean the CIV, but how long can you stay in the CIV? Because then it hits an age limit, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's kind of a a hard one to. Uh... Yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 a fine balancing trick. It is. Um, it is a really fine balancing trick. Like if you look at, let's say Scott Rain, for example, he's he. I feel like he's more than riders can rise in most things. He's gone from MotoGP to Moto Two. He's came back to BSB. He's gone back up to Royal Superbike. So he's done the full range up and down. Um, so I feel like there's some riders who can do it and there's some riders who can literally just, just click with one bike and then like, look at, um, uh, Foggia this year, he showed promise yep. a lot more than, um, than Dada Porter did. So I feel like next year and especially now the play tires, I feel like sometimes the, because the, the Moto2 bikes was like a really stiff bike and they got really stiff tires. So now they got slightly softer compound tires. I feel like that might help the Moto3 lads a little bit better now because they got that slightly softer compound tires. So, and they were already faster than testing. They were already breaking yeah. that record. So I, I feel like you may see a bit different racing in Moto2 next year because I feel like pretty tires are good, but they say Don Lops are so hard they just don't wear. So that's why you yeah. always see like fast lap times at the end of the race. They just keep the same grip where Pretties are really good at the start and then they do drop which is what a tire does. That's what, you know, general tires do. So I feel like the the racing next year is going to be really good because they're going to have to manage the tire. Doesn't, yeah. They're going to have to do it. They can't go balls out at the start because they're going to wreck the tires. <laughs> it, I, I think it's going to change the game. Yeah, I, yeah it, it will. It will. It race really strategy will. and everything. It's, yeah. it's going to, yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. 
And this will make it good for MotoGP then, because they have to do that in MotoGP, because they can't go balls out. Only yeah. time they can do that is in sprint races, because they've got less laps. Yeah. But in the MotoGP race, you ever see, they're like, not slow, but you can tell they're managing, managing, managing. Yeah. And then when they get to the last five laps, like, oh, ping, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, and you know, I, I don't agree with this whole tire pressure bullshit man just no. said like look dude your tires got to be between these two bars yeah. or whatever the fuck it is they measure just let them fucking go man i think yeah it's- i mean yeah let's like say if it's i get the i get i would i would say a certain point on low because obviously then you, you'll get like people taking like risks like lowering it real low i get like say i get if they like a certain degree because we have it i think they have we have it in bsp but it's like if you're like point one below it, I mean that's not going to make any difference. It's not that. It's just I know rules are rules, and I get that. But you're not point one below twenty four psi is not going to make any difference. It's not. It's and to be fair, your tires go up anyway when they get hot. So <laughs> by the time he goes out on track, it's going to be different anyway. Right. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, man. So it's. it's yeah, I just, uh, man, I hope they get away with that bullshit. You know, I don't agree with like the whole aerodynamics. I know it's MotoGP. Oh, man, yeah. No, I that, hate it. Dude, the well, arrows the, and all that yeah, bullshit. That rear man. wing on the KTM. Freaking hell. Yeah. I it's like looking like a Formula One wing now. It's like, come on, boys. Dude, they're all looking like, you know, it's uh, getting to the point where they're all looking the same. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, like the Ducatis obviously took a step. So they all want to look and be like the Ducati now. So they're all going to look the same. And it's going to be massive wings. And yeah. yeah, I feel like. Just take them off. If you can't make a bike without wings that can't corner, then well, adjust your bike. Like Honda and Yamaha was like that for years. It's until Ducati came in and they introduced the wings. They obviously did better. But like I said, the wings, I think some wings, not the amount of wings they've got, like on the seat unit, like just take it off. On the forks. It's like, man, get the fuck. You know, it just, to me, I think it takes away from the sport. And what I mean by that is like, now they created a sport that's it's super hard to pass, dude. I don't want to yeah, watch, yeah. dude. I, nah, that's yeah, not what I want to yeah, watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we don't bike racing. You need a, we. It's easy, not easy, but it's like Formula One. It's hard for them to pass. It's we don't yeah. want it like that. We don't want boring races. We don't want it one because you've got in the front on the first corner. And you like that's it. <laughs> yeah, we don't have pit stops. Yeah. You can't win our race on pit stops. <laughs> no, no, you cannot. It's uh, yeah, man. I, I just. Uh, I hate to see where they're going with it. Like, I, I don't mean this in a bad way when I when I say this, right? No, I'm no, just not I, a I know fan of it. Yeah, I'm no, just I, the, I, like, I've never been a big fan of them. No, and I thought they was capping it. They capped it one year. I thought that's great because I I like the wing concept, like small wings, like we have yeah. on our road bikes. Like the right. Ducati has some small wings. That's cool. That's it actually looks quite cool with the smaller wings. But these massive, it just doesn't look like a bike anymore. Like when Honda took the bike, the wings off. In testing this year, it looked amazing because it looked like a normal bike. It looked quite cool. But, yeah, I mean, I get some of it, but, I mean, I feel like it's probably gone a bit over the limit now. Like, the rear ones on the seat unit. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I just, man, I just feel like, you know, it's, it's, it's like Ben Spee says, right? Ben Spee says, man, if you want to make it safer, make safer tires. Yeah, yeah. Because because you're not going to outperform the tire. No, 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 make grippier tires. Yeah, make, right. yeah. yeah, I mean, it's easier said than done. I get that. I mean, it it's, is. yeah, I mean, go and make some grippy tires. I mean, it's rubber, go and do it. I mean, I guess that's really easy for us to say, but I mean, well, just you know, I don't know, make slower engines. 
Yeah. Well, you know, they're, they're talking about bringing it down to, but we know how that worked with the 800s, right? They were going fast around the track with the 800s and they were yeah, with yeah. the 990s. But, you know, a, 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 as a money situation, well, I'm speaking of for like teams, right? It'd be, it'd be cheaper for Michelin to say, you know what? We're going to make a grippier tire. And yeah. the teams don't have the wind tunnels and all these aerodynamics they're, they're testing and all this. You know, to, to me, to me, MotoGP is like playing PlayStation or Xbox, man. You, you go in a corner, you know, you got to hit all these buttons to set up certain yeah, yeah. engine brake. And I mean, yeah. yeah, it's, it's it, you know, come out, hit a button, it lowers yeah. the rear and all that. Man, to me, that's not proper racing. That's like a video game, right? I would be screwed um, because my technician said, can you can you change your engine brake and matching your own bike? And that's just hitting one button. And I, I forget about it because I'm <laughs> so focused on what i'm to, doing yeah. Yeah, yeah i mean like did you change your engine brake i might be like oh no i forgot i'm sorry yeah. <laughs> so no, me trying to have not. to like lower my bike and having to change a mapping eight or mapping three and change this and i just are oh, like can you do it for me yeah it's yeah right it's it's to, to me man l- listen luke i that's this is another reason why i tell everybody i love bsb man yeah, yeah. It, it's the old school proper way we it, it ain't got none of that and uh no. No, no. It was, uh, yeah, it's probably, dude, dude, listen, dude, we've been going on this for an hour and 30 minutes. I know, <laughs> I know right? It, it's like, we've just started, man. It's, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's awesome. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to keep you because I, I know it's late over there, Luke, and, and you want to uh, spend time, time with your, your missus and all that. Like she's so. in the shower. I've upset her because the Wi-Fi went down, so I shouted. Uh, right? You're like, what, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> so no. I'm in the doghouse now, uh, so I've got to go okay. and, uh, yeah. go and, uh I gotta go and lick my wounds in a minute. Yes, yes, you do. Yes, you do. But listen, Luke, what an honor. Uh obviously, uh just stay on with me j- just for a few minutes. Yeah, well, once I end yeah, this, I um, yeah. why don't you uh tell everybody how they can follow you on social media and all that good? Do, 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 do you have a club like like all the other guys, like club Luke or whatever? The or? club, I've because obviously it, I've started so me and my sponsor came up with ideas, trying to come up with ideas how to make sponsorship easy not easier because it's never easy it's never easy for someone to give them money away unless they love and got a bit of cash so um, my sponsors came up with an idea so we um it's like a a um so like a almost like a lottery almost sort of thing you buy a ticket for x amount of money and you get a prize in my logos but it's it's ha- not even it's quarter of the price so we've been trying to do that it's on my facebook you see the links and stuff we try i'm always trying to come up of different eyewit ideas for like like because obviously you can see all these fans come and i'm sure they would love to see their name on the bike like um so i'm always coming up trying to come up with different ideas to trying to make things better for me because obviously everyone needs sponsorship so and i and i feel like if i can get a lot more people involved in it that's good for the sport it's good for us so yeah for sure uh, i've done that i mean like i said you just type in my name on facebook that's easy my instagram page i've been hacked a couple of times so it's really annoying. So I had to keep changing my name. So my Instagram account now is l.hedger12. Yes. And then I don't really lose X or well, Twitter. Don't really use, I use I it now and again. That. But again, my name is just Luke Hedger on that. Yeah. Um, I use Instagram and Facebook because that's the two of the biggest ones I would say I get a lot more following on. Um, I did have a lot more following on my last account, but some bugger <laughs> decided otherwise right decided yeah. otherwise and take it off me so i was quite upset about that and instagram you yes did nothing about it <laughs> nothing right uh, yeah it's it's yeah yeah it's it's crazy man yeah so uh so a buddy of mine out here kyle wyman he races in moto america what, yeah, what he no, does kyle. is, is yeah. okay so he he does his uh 
uh, army, right? So maybe that that's something you can. Yeah, yeah, we do. are. Yeah, yeah we're looking like into a uh, hundred hundred pounds. Get a hat, yeah, yeah. t-shirt, name on the bike. Yeah, yada, yada, yada. We're sort of looking into that sort of because it's it's a good thing. It's a good thing for if I have any any well any I mean if any people would like to help that way, it's a good thing like having the the um, the names on the board. I have names on my helmet, so I have um, certain people that help me out. So they haven't got a company; they're just a working people like me and you but they want to be involved so they give me like a little bit of money and i just put the name on my helmet and that's a good way to get involved it's cool for them because like you said they get to see it and and uh my plans next year would be pretty cool because it'd be again it's it's just good and it? it's just i'm, I'm really looking for, i can't i really want to say i know i know I, I know i know well don't don't you know what we'll we'll save it for our next podcast yeah for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah 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 dude so yeah it was an honor for me for to have uh jake marsh and peter they actually run my pin to gas logo on their team shirts and their yeah. bikes and dude it was it was awesome but yes listen everyone I, i'm gonna let luke go because uh, like i said he's in the doghouse so <laughs> we gotta let him out the doghouse yeah, yeah, but what an out. honor it was yeah, yeah right yeah so what an honor it was to sit down and have this chat with you luke man it's yes looking forward to the next one i just want to say thanks to everybody who tunes in and watches and supports pin to gas i love all you guys thank you to peter marsh jake marsh uh martin from, from the clothing king uh jane and them from uh the california super bike school uk uh man i can sit here and go on and on and on yeah. man i love all these people man yeah my man uh levi batty in moto america big shout out to him I, I'm, I'm wearing his shirt so nice. yeah look joe joe said uh <laughs> good luck getting out of the doghouse luke <laughs> cheers mate wow yeah, yeah he knows he knows uh, yeah, that's good he stuff. knows all too well <laughs> yeah we all do trust me I, 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 I get there enough myself, but yes, anyone. Thank you so much, everyone. Tomorrow, this episode will be out on Spotify, our heart radio, everywhere nice. you listen to all your platforms, but Apple, there's one thing I got to do to get on Apple, but that is coming too. But anyway, thank you guys so much. I'm Chris show Simcoe, my man, Luke Hedger until next time. See you guys. Yeah, guys. <laughs>